No, we don't see the goat. We don't know what happened to Tico. Where's the goat? I mean, my God, we, we flash forward three years and the goat's out there. Like we see, like, up. like all of Earth House is still fine and together. They're, you know, they've got jobs, but we don't know what happened to Tico. I assure you that my personal George Lucas cut will Photoshop him into the last scene, specifically the scene where he's walking and then gets cut off halfway through that bad composite. <laughs> that shot, I'm adding that to the ending for oh, my yeah. own benefit. It's gotta be. No, no, no. I want to add him when Suleta's playing with the kids. I just want to see the goat wandering around in the background. It's right there. Okay. I got one better. I got one better. Suleta is has hooked up the goat to Prosper's wheelchair, and she's he's acting as, like, the bully. <laughs> he, he's just dragging the wheelchair. Oh, I want to be a machine. Yes, I want to be a machine. It is time for the recap from Mercury. The last recap from Mercury? <laughs> the show where we are done watching Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. We're talking about episode 24. May all blessings find their way to you, comma, I am wishing it. I'm Scott. It's a lot, it's a lot more elaborate than the final episode. I'm yeah. Dan. The final ep- I was in favor of the final episode. I liked it. But, I mean, you you do you. Ooh. You do you. Uh, this got- episode is brought to you by RightStuff.com and the high-grade 1144th uh, aerial rebuild version. So this is 23 bucks on pre-order right now. It's going to sell out fast. I don't know when it will be. I don't know when or how long you'll get a chance to have it. But I want to point out that this has a cool backpack, all the parts to make a cool gun, and all of these little tiny stands to make so that you can display all the bits in full action bit mode. Jeff already got his. Jeff got his already. Buy this. Buy this. Because if you don't buy it now, when it actually is available to buy, they'll be him. <laughs> yeah, the link is in the description. Do get it while you can. Right, because it won't be there for long. Uh, so this episode has uh, a bunch of directors. These are familiar names now. They've all worked on the show before. we got Rio Ando, who also worked on 86, SD Gundam World Heroes, uh, Build, Build Divers Re-Rise. we got Shinya Watada, who worked on Divers, Fighters, Recos, Double O's, T-Bolts, IBOs, Unicorns, Ages, 
and he directed uh, the eighth MS team battle in three dimensions that short Shinosuke Ito, who's a bit younger. So he's only really worked on Shinkelion in the mech world. We got Shoji Ikeno, who worked on Divers, Fighters, Age, and IBO. Uh, Akihiro Saito, who's better known as an in-betweener, but he's worked on Victory G and 8th MS team. We got uh, Motoki Nakawashi Nakanashi, who's worked on Birdie Wing, and Kaguya-sama. And our writer, Ichiro Okochi, who uh, worked on Code Geass and every episode of this show. We get some stuff to talk about. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we got a lot to go on. I'm going to tell you right up front. I think this episode goes off the friggin' rails. This is, this is, this is a wild one. I don't think, uh, it's, it's not, Gundam doesn't have a lot of slam dunk final episodes, like absolute brilliant slam dunk, everything you want. Oh, Oh, I, I'm just saying. Back in the day, people criticized Seed and Seed Destiny for having the perfect victory ending. I never want to hear that crap again. Because <laughs> we, this just put that stuff to shame. I like, I actually like the way Seed 1 ended. I think, I think there was a lot of stuff to get to there. Whatever. Well, whatever. But like the last episode actually managed it. Yeah. And everyone criticized Sea Destiny. The perfect, the perfect victory. Everything went their way. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, happy kids. So, we start off where we left off. Um, Ariel is completely trucked. I mean, it's just a mess. Everyone's convinced Ari's dead. And the government who's in charge of the space cannon went, oh, didn't work. Fire again. It'll take a while to reload. Oh, send in the mobile suits to mop it up, and they just start launching mobile suits, you know, grunts by the dozens. And the um, Suleta shows up in her, I'll tell you what my new nickname for the suit later, in the Caliban, grabs it, and starts heading back. It's like, okay, we got a problem. They're all coming. Everything is going to go. Yeah, everything. Is just gonna go, and and while they're doing this, they're in the process of reloading the cannon. Yeah, there's a cooldown timer on this thing, so it's gonna it can re it can fire as many times as you want, but just not rapid. Um, our buddy Gooday, or Mister Bad Haircut, as we've nicknamed him, captures everybody. Choo choo, um, even uh, Marty. Marty's like they've captured Choo Choo. Marty's like, hey, I'm not dead. Yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, everyone's so concerned about Choo Choo and Nika, and Marty's just like, hi, also captured here. Marty. Marty also so captured. Right, everyone looks over at Marty like, holy crap, I thought you'd be dead by now. To be fair, that's what we thought, too. We, we, I had my money on Marty dying. Uh, we also see that Suleta has entered the danger zone. She has, she has permitted too much and is getting a bit of a fever from all of the gear running. We get um, we get a quick scene of them MacGyvering Ares' flight recorder into the Calabarn so that Ares can still talk to people, and they fly into the Quiet Zero. Well, I thought that transferring of the flight data was like 
okay, that's just maybe to help Slitta pilot it better. I don't know. Seems stupid. Of course, we find out later exactly what that's for. Yep. Ari is not dead. I mean, Slitta is not dead, but the even out of the suit, the per- permit is glowing in her skin. Like, um, that's not supposed to happen outside the Gonda. That's not supposed to happen when you're and, not hooked up to things. That's how you burn out. Right. Well, I, it was happening yet in the last episode to Prospera, but I figured, okay, that's just because she's in Quiet Zero. Not remembering, well, that was shut down when that happened. Oh, no. <laughs> we have a little moment of... Uh... We we have we re, we reveal that Prospera is slowly developing paralysis from her own uh, permit and data storm related injuries, and uh, Which, when you she, think back, when's the last time you've seen her walk? She, she's I mean, she's she's been in zero one. gravity for a while now. The the, yeah. the 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 Raptor Aquarium episode, I think, is the last time you right. see her standing time, on her own two the feet. The only time she was in yeah, the only time she was in gravity was when she was on Earth, but she was in. The aerial the entire time. She was sitting. She was sitting, yeah. Uh, so she's determined to just... So she just wants to fire up the Quiet Zero to Mac 2 all the way up, dial it all the way up to Max, and Ari can be free, and she can be dead, and everyone can be happy. Uh, it is at this point that rather than hook the aerial up to Quiet Zero, uh, Suleta just decides to crank the Caliban to 8, and... She sees the data storm, and inside it is our old pal Elon 4. Yeah. That was... What? At first I thought, Elon 4 is the person in Quiet Zero who stopped everything? I believe he was. I believe he was the one who turned it off, yeah. Well, we eventually find out Quiet Zero is basically a... Okay, let's just say what we call it what it is. Quiet Zero runs on dead people. It it it's 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 Everyone ghosts is- all the way down. Right, it's just a giant, giant ghost suppository. That thing the Ghostbusters had in their basement in the movie—that's Quiet Zero, just you know, bigger. Yeah, the, ev- <coughs> everyone who's ever been cooked up to a permit has a, leaves a bit of them behind in the data storm. It's just that Airy is fully conscious and has agency inside it, and everyone else needs. The Quiet Zero to manifest. Um, we then get a scene where Ari and Elon and Suleta have a chat, and for the first time, somebody asks Suleta what she wants. Prosperous told her what to do. Ari has told her what to do. Bob and Mio just did what was best for her behind her back, and here we are. All right. You're in the God Machine, lady. What do you want? And what does she say? I want to win. I want my family together. I want to go ho- us all to go home and be happy. Well, she she's not the God mode yet. Because what happened next is, Ari, who's apparently still alive, says, okay, transfers all the funnels over to her. The permit then starts glowing rainbow. <laughs> we go full on rainbow bright. I'm like, okay, what? Apparently, that apparently is the point she crosses permit eight to nine, ten, or God knows whatever the heck she was at. At which point, right now, the unicorn and the double O at their peak were going, 
holy crap, what? I mean, this thing jumps the shark. Yeah, it all right. It has other Gundams, who are all the way back in the storage bin. It takes the, the two Gundams they have, they come out. What's left of the, airy react, the aerial reactivates. They all start performing some kind of weird seance thing. I don't know. Magical sparkle dust everywhere. <laughs> and it just shuts down everything. At which point Neo has bright, bright ideas. She's okay. This is all to destroy the Benrit group, or at least take it over in some respect. She just goes on national television and says, I dissolve it. I'm taking all the money and giving it all away to space, Earth. I'm dividing everything up. Nobody has any of this money anymore. At which point the pale grandmas realize they have just been completely screwed. Well, this is it. So there's a quick there's a quick shot of Shadiq. That was the favor. The favor she asked for two episodes ago was not to get the Grassley gals out, not to do anything. It was for him to write up the paperwork that he confessed to everything that had gone wrong and drew up the, the documents to dissolve the entire group, distribute all it, all the IP, all the cash to a bunch of Earth companies. And so there's no reason, in theory, there is now no reason for the Space Assembly League to fire the laser. Uh, the Pale Grandmas are freaking out. Elon Zero submits his letter of resignation. And if you squint, if you squint and you, you can read it, it is in perfectly legible English. And it says, um, <laughs> I have grown sick of you. I quit. Best wishes. <laughs> Best wishes, Elon Karras. And he just nopes out of the building. Right. And, and on the back, if you flip it over, it says, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> There's my one curse per episode. But no, um, yeah, he just basically goes, wow, she got you good. See ya. So, Where are you going? Uh, well, considering what she just did, the pale group is no longer in existence. Peace. <laughs> so we, we the, the Quiet Zero goes off in full rainbow mode. Because there are four Gundams, they get to do way better than the end of Unicorn. And they shut down the solar ray. They, pause, they put press pause on all of uh, the incoming bubble suits. Uh, Prospera, she gets activated so she can see everyone in the data storm. And everyone just talks her down. And I want to flash back to uh, like six episodes ago when Mio, she was explaining to Mio, like, this is what I want. The voices of all my friends tell me to get revenge. And here are the voices of all her friends telling you, yeah, actually, you shouldn't get revenge. That's not what we're here for. This show has a theme about moving forward. You should move forward. You should do the show theme, Prospera. Right. Well, she sees her friends from the ship. She sees her mentor. She sees her husband. Then she sees uh, Suleta. And I was convinced, ah, oh, Suleta's dead. But she's a ghost, just like all the rest. Suleta's not there. She's over in the, she's in the pilot seat, but she just got brain microwave. She's dead. I was 100% like, oh, she's dead. That sucks. And I freely admit that they do a great job of putting up the emotional music and really hitting it. it so, uh, Aerie appears to her right behind her and says, mom, turns around or somehow all the magical stuff blows her helmet off. And I cried like a bitch. <laughs> I freely admit it. 
she got to see her daughter one last time. Ah, no, that was that was bad. That it she got what she wanted. She yeah. got to actually see her daughter. And then Quiet Zero and all the Gundams turn into fairy dust. They just dissolve. Which one I'm going, wait, what? That's I just, the, I'm, not a what? <laughs> like in the moment it makes sense, but uh, you, you pause and like Huh? <laughs> right. It, it works in the moment. It really does. But it's like, huh? I oh, know. At the time, I was like, oh, that's neat. And then I started thinking about it. Whoa. We get a lot more of that because it's going to get weirder. Um, I'm convinced at that point, Shalita's dead. We see body floating in space. They do the whole thing where Mio comes out or hitch, hitches a ride from Choo Choo. We notice the keychain is flashing lights, which is not electronic, but somehow it's doing it anyway. I'll get to it. It gets weirder. And she's just floating there, and they do the thing where Mio comes out, but they don't let her talk. You know, you just see her lip flaps, and it's quiet. Like, ah, uh, she's dead. There has to be, there's always a sacrifice in Gundam. She didn't make it. Now it's going to suck. Nope, she's alive. She is severely injured, but very much alive. Because she starts, wakes up, and Mika, I'm uh, not Mika, Mio says, answer me sooner, you idiot. Again, it's a nice bookend. We've, we've got Mio coming to the rescue as she's drifting in space. We then cut out to a wide shot that is a recreation of the ending of F-91. I don't know why they picked that one. I was expecting to pick uh, First Gundam. But no, we get we get the uh, this is just the beginning shot from F-91 with with uh, <laughs> with the demi-barding and the little pod and everyone drifting in space. And theme song kicks in. Time skip three years. Time skip three years. Mika just got out of prison. She gets out <laughs> so of jail. She's been in prison for three years. She's um, got a new job, though. She's 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 gonna she's gonna she's gonna figure things out. We we've, we've got you know an option for yeah you know we've we've got we've got an option that might may, maybe Marty's gonna ask her out on a date. Uh, we got Choo Choo works on it works in space. On a space forklift with Ryoji. I don't know why they're partnered up. That does not seem like a great managerial decision. I don't know that if that ain't an odd couple, like sitcom waiting to be made. I don't know what it is Ryoji and Shuchu working as space forklift drivers. But comedy writes itself. <laughs> well, we saw the bit. Right. Uh, I mean, just that all the time. <laughs> just every day. Uh, ALN 5 is going backpacking uh, across Earth, trying to find all the spots that I literally, Norea drew. I literally wrote the same thing. ELON 5 backpacks across Earth. <laughs> he, he runs into Hallelujah from Gundam Double yeah. Order. Just kind of, hey, hey, what's up? Just Hallelujah mm-hmm. and Marie in Upper Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. All right. What's up? Uh, Petra is alive. She has Gundarm legs and is hanging out with her boyfriend. Um, she she looks better than I thought she would from, you know, facially wise, like she had a building full on her. Yeah. Like, like eye patch would not have been out of place, but no, no, no. She, I'm guessing perhaps, you know, plastic surgery is a lot better in the future. Little, little reconstruction on, on the face. Yeah. She's fine outside, you know, one whole leg is. Uh, arm, one bottom half of the other leg is Gundarm. You know, hey, if a building falls on me and I lose two legs and that's it, I'll take it. Yeah. 
Please don't test that theory. Bob is now running the family business. Elon Zero works for him, as does Lucy. They're all kind of like a conglomerate together. Lucy. They're running this school, which has new uniforms now. They have new uniforms. Spotted that. And we'll see probably some a bunch of other things going on, but they, they run the school now, which is great because I don't think I've I don't think Elon or Bob actually graduated. At this point. <laughs> hey, you survived. You graduate. Um, Shadiq is in jail. He still hasn't gone to trial. Good to know that uh, they, they're not. Three years the, later, you haven't gotten to trial. They, they specifically say Just he saying. still hasn't gone to trial, uh, which is um, well. I'm. I find it reassuring that the future just has not em- embraced the Phoenix Wright School of Justice, where you have four days to build the case while I'm the trial's saying, three, going on. Three years. We haven't started. Swift and efficient legal process. I see not. Uh, the Grassley gals now work for Mio as her own personal security squad. They're the crew. They're the crew. Uh, we see the Bendrick group testifying before Space Congress. I don't know, but they're testifying. We also I stopped and like looked at who was there. It's like okay, we got Grassley, we got Bendrick, we got some woman I don't recognize, and we got some guy with a beard named Bruno Thurman. Like I made a point to write down the name Bruno Thurman. Maybe he's in the manga. I don't know. Just like, that's an odd place for a guy we've never seen before to pop up and to see yeah. him to get named specifically. To have a name is a little weird. Uh, uh, the pale grandmas are in a retirement home. They are. They have. They have. They have settled into their playing mahjong for matchsticks phase. It's interesting to see that now they they are no longer paying for the skin treatments or the hair dye, so they all actually have character designs that are individual now. Do you think they actually have any money anymore? No, pro- no, they I mean, don't. That, that's clearly, like, I'm I don't sure know. They, I'm sure they got some kind of gold shoot, but they're no longer stinking rich. Yeah, that, that that's like but, just the personal savings that was not tied up in the stock options. But, like, this is probably not a great... Um, retirement home we do see uh that professor bell miria she's she's teaching now we, we get a shot of her in front like of a school. grade school uh dragonoli like, in the chat like... i want to point it out no we don't see the goat we don't know what happened to tico where's the goat i mean my god we, we flash forward three years and the goat's out there like we see you screwed like, up like all of earth house is still fine and together they're you know, they've got jobs, but we don't know what happened to Tico. I assure you that my personal George Lucas cut will Photoshop him into the last scene, specifically the <laughs> scene where he's walking and then gets cut off halfway through that bad composite. <laughs> that shot, I'm adding that to the ending for oh, my yeah. own benefit. It's got to be. No, no, no. I want to add him when Suleta's playing with the kids. I just want to see the goat wandering around in the background. Just right there. Or I got one better. I got one better. Suleta is has hooked up the goat to Prosper's wheelchair, and she's he's acting as like the pulley. He, he's just dragging the wheelchair. We see that uh, Mirian is doing something on Earth to try to improve things. We don't know what. They admit that things are only a bit better, a bit. Like they admit this is not. Right. They didn't solve everything for Earth. Uh, we see Suleta has. Now we see her learning to walk again. She's severely injured. You can see scars on her face from the permit. 
and she can't walk. She can get around. She's using she, crutches. She's, she's, she's got says, braces. I'm slowly, yeah. yeah. And she says, I'm slowly learning to walk again. So she's not probably going to be paralyzed for life, but it's not going to be a, a quick turnaround. Um, and Ellie is a keychain. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? That's that's a bit... Now, and the best part is the explanation they give. It's like, I don't know how you're still alive. And Ellie's like, me neither. I have no idea I became a keychain. I'm like, what? Like, there, there's a scene, They, they there, there's like a quick insert shot of um, the Caliban dissolving, and they add a cube thing. I don't know if that cube thing is Ares Memory Core. Is, is the cube thing in the luggage? Is, is maybe just the keychain, just the, the interface? I don't know. That's confusing. I do notice that both Mio and uh, Ellie have some kind of a thing attached to their back of their neck that allow them to talk to Aerie at all times and, I guess, to each other. There's some kind of weird new cell phone. Yeah, like, I, I think this so, is... This I don't know, maybe it's of, some uh, kind of bridge thing. This this might be a bit of a gunned uh, comms device there, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm guessing it's a gun technology of some sort. Um, anyway, they're sitting on the hill talking. We see Prospera in a wheelchair, um, aging very quickly in three years. And you can tell, okay... There, there's hope for Stiletto. She'll get back normal. And not Prospera now. She's it's going downhill quick. So she won't be around much longer, I'm afraid. And uh, then Earth House shows up and says, oh, let's all go home. And it's all happy. And the credits. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to say this, but the epilogue kind of annoyed me to the point. It was like, no, Stiletto should have died. Saletta shouldn't to be a sacrifice in every Gundam series, and I think Saletta should have been this one. It would have been sad, and it would have sucked, but I think that's what it should have been. Again, this has always been the Tempest. They've always signaled that. They've been signaling that the whole time. And the thing about the Tempest is that it it's a comedy. It is a comedy. It ends with the two leads getting married. It ends with Prospero the Wizard, who wants revenge being talked out of revenge by his family and setting down his magic, destroying the instruments of his magic and letting it all go. This is kind of, and we, we even see a bit of this with, you know, Bob and Lauda, where it's like, Bob is ready to die. And it's like, no, that's stupid. Don't be stupid. Just talk, move forward. Talk later. Figure it out later. I, ge- I guess, but there's just something that kind of irked me with that, like, Okay, there's wrapping up everything up in a nice bow, and then there's wrapping it in gold foil, putting it on a stand, putting neon lights over it, setting off fireworks, and you know, launching it out of a catapult. Like, okay, you may have overshot the mark there a little bit. And again, this is this is not my favorite ending of a Gundam show, and I'm not. I I, I like it. It's nice. It's not. I like it more than IBO. <laughs> it's just nice. It's it's yeah. A longer version of I this said, show would probably really ramp up the stakes and keep the drama high and maybe still have a happy ending. But for a 24-episode show, it ends on a nice note. It ends on a nice note. Yeah. I don't think they owe me 10 kabillion setting details or, you know, a whole movie about Dawn of Fold dissolving or getting more radical or whatever. Yeah. Well, 
Well, what's, what freaks me out is two things. One, they seem to run, this reminds me a little bit of the end of Gundam X. Gundam X, the ending, they had a lot more planned, but they had to rush it because they basically got canceled. So it wraps up real fast. And the same thing happened here, but there's no way they canceled this. It was making them money. So this, well, this had to be it. planned from the get-go. They, I think they did... I think they did plan it. I think they planned it for 24. Maybe they thought they were going to get 25 and the golf, you know, golf and holiday programming hosed them out of an episode or two. But I don't know. But this this show always kind of had a modest goal. This this they Sunrise set this up to be more modest, uh, a more modest project because they're still coming off the plague years. They're still trying to sort out. These these things take a lot of time, and it takes a lot of effort to get everything set. So they're running a lot of more modest projects, and it just so happens that it was a freak success. It was ridiculously popular. It got a lot of attention everywhere. The kits sell faster than anything ever. And I think they're sort of... I, I genuinely think that someone at Bandai, you know, who is in, you know the VP of Gundam, has to rethink what he's doing for the next five years because this did well. They did it. I was going to say they set it up a way they can, it, there's no real good way to do a sequel, but Gundam Wing did the same thing. And guess what? They made a sequel. Yeah, like there, there, there's an opportunity to dig up something that they have not, to, to pull something out, either take one of the elements that has been left dangling or introduce a new element that fits into any holes that are there and we can have a movie. We can have a season three. I, I think at this point, the thing we are for sure getting is a compilation movie. Probably two. Oh, Maybe. that's obvious. I'm sure they, yeah, we're getting they can a compilation rework movie. That. Uh, wing, wing zero, zero, one, two yeah. has in the chat has said, yeah, it's a shame we didn't see the wedding. And I'm like, it's five o'clock on Sunday in Japan. They won't show heterosexual kisses at five o'clock on Sunday in Japan. Never mind, uh, you know, a, a lesbian wedding, which is still not legal over there. Well, that seems like something. If they did something like that, that screams compilation movie. To oh, me. the movie is like absolutely. That's where they add that extra. Yeah, that 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 scene's definitely in the movie. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to show it anywhere, that's where it's going to show up. I, like I said, I'm, I'm conflicted. I like the ending a lot, even if it was a little crazy and over the top and overpowered. The the uh, rainbow Caliban goes to the top of the god suits because when that thing was like full rainbow power, give me uh, you can give it the double O Quanta full Ellis thing plus the unicorn overclock mode new type superpower thing, and neither one of them t come close to this thing. Uh, it's absurd it is, what this thing does. Is Permit Level 9, the new nano-laminate armor, a thing that the Reddit will never shut up about? Yeah, there's... I don't know. It's just a little too over the top for me, but if it ended right there with Soleta's body floating in space, I'm like, oof, that's tough. And it's it, and the credits rolled. I'm like, that's, that's a tough way to go out, but I would have been happy. The epilogue just kind of like, okay, she's a keychain. How does that work? The keychains weren't even electronic. I don't think. Maybe they were Bluetooth. Maybe they were Bluetooth. 
Either way, I'm just saying you couldn't store any her anywhere else but a Gundam, but now you can steal her a keychain the size of a quarter. I I think she's I think she is in the luggage. I think that's like that is that is part of the Elfrith flight control. Uh, but yeah, I am. Hey, it's me. I want a master grade of every one of those four kits we got at the end. I want a master grade of the short set. The short set is just, oh my God, I love that suit. Uh, I, I, the, someone I wasn't got their huge... hands on uh, the short set high grade. They've got, mm-hmm. uh, for the main, uh, the main like sword, the sword of shake that is also a backpack mm-hmm. is also funnels. Uh, those are stickers, but they're like the funky plastic ones from the MGEX. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, I want that. I want an aerial, obviously. And I wasn't a huge fan of the Caliban because I told you it looked like a scarecrow. It should have been a pretty obvious thing. Like, okay, it's missing stuff. Oh, it's the funnels. Oh, the funnels well, once it gets the, the Caliban, funnels off looks... the... Uh, they have shown off that kit uh, now. It was at a hobby show this weekend. And yeah, that kit does have does come with the white funnels. It does come with that sheet off of uh, the aerial full. Yeah, can we also point out that the, thing, the funnels changed color? There was some that, blue in those funnels, and it attached to the and attached to the Caliban. They all just turned white. Like I realized, you know, okay, it just dissolved all the Gundams. It can't change color. Stupid, but still. Well, they're they're, they're like people's shirts change color in this show. I know, I'm thinking too hard on it. I'm just saying. Also, again, while while everyone else could be like, oh, they didn't explain the SAL and the politics of the Benarit group, explain to me why you can have clothes that change color, but only one person does it. Everyone should be changing their clothes all the time. I want want full Cyberpunk 2020 Urban Flash from everyone. I was thinking about this. Taking out the... um the preview, not the preview, uh, episode zero, prologue, ignore that. The only named character that died in this series was Elon Four. Vim Jenneric. Well, no, we got Vim Jenneric, Sophia, Sophia Noretta. Norea, yeah. Sophia Noretta, okay. Okay, I forgot those two. Okay, so four named characters. Everybody else was just, you know, randos who died in the background. Red shirts, as you were. And that one guy who got turned into pasta. Final thoughts on the series as a whole? I will give it credit for doing one thing no Gundam show has ever done. Every Gundam show overstays its welcome. Every Gundam show is about between five and ten episodes longer than it needs to be. This is the only show it's like, it left you wanting more. Now that there's more questions I have, there's more things I want to know about this little universe. There's more. Oh, it's over. I mean, even Gundam X, which I mentioned, got canceled early, which I didn't think was fair. But that you could have cut out a couple episodes in season one that were there for filler. Yeah, Only a couple, mind you. Well, like Gundam, Gundam X, X is was... the closest thing to come to. Like, Gundam X is arc driven, so it's like the. Again, the, the 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 new type dolphin arc doesn't pay off at the end the way the other arcs do. So yeah, that can be shorter. Like that's it. Like it doesn't tell us much about the characters. It doesn't pay off later. So yeah, that's that's one you can trim down. Do do not do not knock the new type dolphins. Oh. New type dolphins are like the third best thing in that entire series. <laughs> I mean, 
I just watched those episodes DX. recently with my wife, and it's like they're they're good episodes. Actually, they're they're good episodes that they ramp up really nice. But it's like, oh man, remember the nineties when we were a little too into dolphins? Then I watch Discovery Channel and I find out how dolphins actually are, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Like, dolphins are the worst. Don't go on National Geographic YouTube and ask why are dolphins the worst. Just don't, please. Uh, Anyone watching or listening, just don't do that. Don't do that. I warn you like, that again. At the uh, end, at, yeah. at the end of it all, this this show's nice. Like it really sold me on all of the characters, all of them, and that doesn't happen often, right? Like Zeta, Cats, Rosamie. Yeah. Well, I can't. That's another thing. Every every Gundam series has at least one character you just despise. It's like get off the screen. I don't like you. You're annoying. I really can't think of anyone in this series. Even like the people who are supposed Even to be Lauda. annoying, like uh, Lauda, Marty, right? who who is absolutely just <laughs> the worst. Yeah. He comes off all right. Well, or by Marty, there. he's there for comedy relief. Marty was there for comedy relief, and I'm like, I like Marty. I'm not sure why I like Marty, but I like Marty. <laughs> like he Lauda, seems to be the one straight guy in this whole place. Lauda's got like this incel, needy energy, and then you know, you get to the last episode, it's like, I have yet to forgive you, but if you can't bring my brother back, I'm really extra not forgiving you, and I'm like. Uh, I will say that uh, for this show, and not just Wish for Mercury, but this little podcast we put together, Jeff, I want to thank you for doing this with me. <laughs> give, him the, give water. Now you did something emotional. See, that was I get. No problem. See, yeah, he's happy too. I want to thank Charlie for being mostly a good boy during all this. Mostly. Now, who knows? Who knows? Maybe this isn't the last podcast we'll do on Gundam-related stuff. Who knows? What will come in the future? Uh, I also want to say, while we're while we're thanking people, I want to thank everyone who is in the chat tonight. I want to thank everyone who showed up in the chat all forty weeks we forty something weeks we did this. I want to thank. Uh, I want to, and I want to thank everyone who hangs out on the audio version. You're doing great. Apparently, we're still doing numbers out there for the audio cut. And I want to thank RightStuff.com for sponsoring this show. And I want to thank the high-grade Aerial Rebuild in 1144th scale, because it has so much stuff in the box. I like this. Ah, I got to get me one. You got to get you one. <laughs> anyway, you got to go click on the link and get you your one, because... Ah, I want it. Oh, I, yeah, so many things. So many things. Uh, I, and I will say that uh, I've basically already Shanghai Jeff. There's going to be a three-episode build show in the fall. We're doing that, for sure. Hey, I'm a, I'm a history guy. Don't take it against Shanghai. I don't want to go on a boat. <laughs> well, with all that said, have a good one, everybody. Scott's trying to kidnap me. Scott's trying to kidnap me. Help me, please. Good night, everybody. Yes, I wanna be a machine. Oh, I wanna be a machine with the heart of a wire and a vacuum tube.
listening to the audio version of the recap from Mercury. It's also available live on Jabman025's YouTube channel. Feel free to join us on any of our recordings in the chat. Otherwise, I'd thank you to leave a rating, a comment, or a review wherever you found it. Share it if you'd like as well. The music in this episode is by Punk Rock Opera. Check them out on Bandcamp. Until next time, have a good one.